Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up, everybody? Another episode of My Little Anxiety Show, Depression and Anxiety Unscripted. Today we're talking about something that I, I've been familiar with before. I don't quite feel now, but it's it's something that just dawned on me. And something someone told me about this, and they asked me this question. And the question is, will I ever feel normal? Will I ever feel normal? Or I forgot what it feels like to be happy. Or I forgot what it feels like to be normal. You know, when you've been in something for so long, you've been fighting or, yeah, just fighting, really. The situation or the environment, the sickness, the illness, the frustration for so long, you just don't know when you're going to feel normal. Or you have that question, will I ever be normal? The reason why I bring this up is because a family member of of mine is going through um, breast cancer recovery. So a year ago, she was told she was she had breast cancer, and there was a chance it was spreading to her lymph nodes and throughout her body. And from that moment in time, where she was told by the doctor, "You have a life threatening uh, sickness." You know, that just throws your life into a spiral. I mean, there's, there are a few people out there who, when confronted with something like that, can handle it. They can be like, oh, I'll get over it. But for the most, information or news like that hits hard. It hits really freaking hard. And so after that, after she was told, of course, she has to go in for testing, for treatment, and she'll learn more information as that testing and treatment phase begins and ends. Then after that, it goes into kind of like a recovery. And that whole process took and still is taking time. It's been a year and it's still still going to this very day. So the cancer has now been removed. She's having the tests have now said that it's gone and they're going to be doing additional supports to remove other things, potentially her ovaries as well, because this type of this form of cancer will affect or can have, can affect her ovaries too as well, can, can enter, can develop in those areas from what I understand anyways, like this is also coming from someone who doesn't know much about breast cancer or female anatomy. So, um, Sorry if I'm if I'm like in talking in too many general generalities or I'm really not you know addressing the major issues, but that's what I'm trying to get at here is this person has been in this state of shock and recovery for over a year, and there's still potential uh, surgeries that need to take place. 
And there's also an an ever-looming threat that this might come back. So here is someone who's really just like in the mix of it all. Trying to make sense of life. Trying to be the best wife she can be. Trying to be a, a good mom. And someone who still is actively enjoying life. And is a part of life. Here she is with this information and this this discovery and uh, really just the fight to get through it to stay sane. And she's like, not, not to mention that it's all the medication that's pumped in your, in your body, the radiation, the chemotherapy, all those, all those, just those medications that are pumped through the body to, to destroy the cancer. They all have effects mentally and physically on the body. And so she's not only just feeling scared, she's pumped with different different medicines that alter her perception and her and her physical abilities. So the big question, will I ever feel normal? In those scenarios, it's like, that's a tough one to take because you just don't know. I mean, obviously there's good days and there's bad, there's bad days, but in that, in that period, in that battle, it's just like, I can, I just can sympathize and, and kind of like, you know, just sympathize that it would be very difficult to see a normality out of all that. And she said to my wife, she said, I'm, I'm just finally, it's a year and a bit later. I'm just starting to kind of feel normal again. Imagine that for a year. So that's just one scenario. What about some of the the fighting in Ukraine and in Russia? Like, imagine that. Imagine being stuck in that conflict. Going from a fairly peaceful life two or three years ago to having your life completely turned upside down. If you're a soldier, you're in the trenches. There's bombs exploding around you. There's the threat of losing your life around every given corner, every second. If you're a civilian and in one of the battle areas, your house could be destroyed. Your family could be separated. Your family could be lost. You could be displaced in another country. You could be fleeing with no money. Like, holy crikes, at what point do you feel normal? And the body, like our body is an amazing tool. It's, it, it's, it's, it's just amazing how we, can, how we can adapt to certain scenarios. How we can still survive, still function, still give, still help while facing complete despair. can also our minds can also destroy us too you know my mind my mind has always in many cases worked against me told me i'm too fat told me i'm too stupid told me i don't look good told me i'm too short told me this told me that It's, it's, I have the true yin and yang. I have that complete side of me that's totally self-deprecating. 
Then on the other side, I have a part of me that's like, you can do it, man. Go for it. Don't let that person tell you what to do. Hey, do you want to go exploring over there? Go exploring over there. You can do it, man. You want to go have a couple drinks? Go for it. Do a little bit of cocaine too? Yeah, why not? Sure. Oh, sure, I might give you a heart attack. You might die, but go for it. That's also the bad side too. You know, I have the side that's nurturing. That looks at my kids and wants them to have a good life. That looks at my wife and wants to be supportive and overcome many of my demons in my attempts to be a good husband. I have many different sides and you probably do as well. Why couldn't I just have all the, all the positive ones? Why did why do I have to have this massive self-deprecative side? That's continually, every single day from morning to night, telling me I'm not good enough. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it drives me. It obviously does drive me because I always want to be better. I want to continually try to be better in, in many aspects of my life, whether it's completely material and obnoxious to being a nurturing person. And I look at those, I look at those people who have suffered major tragedy and trauma and are experiencing it now. And I'm just so thankful of the place where I am. And I'm here with you right now at 12 o'clock at night in my, the in the carport, in my, in our little CRV, <laughs> in amongst suburbia, townhome developments and a safe Canadian life where I'm thinking, you know, it's important to take take all this in. Knock on wood, at this very moment, I don't have cancer. My wife is healthy. My kids are healthy. My son is trying to, my oldest son is trying to navigate life with his disability. He has a massive vision impairment. I shouldn't say massive because he's doing a freaking awesome job working with it and, and enjoying life as a four-year-old should despite the fact he, he he can't see like most kids can. And he shows confidence every day and makes me proud, tremendously proud. So I have so many things going good for me. And I try to look in the mirror in the morning and I try to say to myself, yo, don't be so hard on yourself, man. Just be... You're good. You're good. You can walk, talk, eat, move, breathe, think, love, all these things you can do and you can live. So enjoy this moment. For some of you, it's not easy because you're in the trauma. You're in the the battle. You don't feel normal, you know, and, and you feel sick. And I've been there too. I've been there where I just don't feel freaking normal. Where I can't escape. Where I'd rather be, to be honest with you, I'd rather be dead. And as as shallow and as ignorant as that may sound, 
coming from a first world country where I've had a, a fairly loving family and a decent little house, in a townhouse, which sounds completely ignorant now that I think of it. But I've been there before. You know, I don't know why I come with this baggage. There's many people out there that don't come with this baggage. They can just think freely. But I have that strong yin and yang, that negative side, the, the devil on my shoulder. And then I have the, the positive one. I don't really think it's an angel, but it's a, it's a soft farmer. <laughs> I know I have angels looking out for me. Thank you very much, by the way. But, yeah, I mean, how do you how do you get through that stage, and how have I gotten through that stage? And really, the own the, the the roadmap for that is trying your hardest to just focus on the task at hand and take every day one step at a time. Try to get exercise, try to get out, try to communicate. Isolation, I don't think helps. I think it can help in small, isolation can help in small amounts to get reflection. Maybe to decompress, to get away. But long game, isolation doesn't help. We need as humans to communicate. We need to share our stories. We need to find some sort of support. So whether you're facing an ailment or you're in battle, you need support. You can't move forward in battle without support behind you. And so if you're alone in this whole game and you're not feeling well, and you don't know if you're ever going to feel better, you got to get out there, you got to get your support and you got to communicate. And the first a bit of communication is always hard. I look at where I am now in communication and it's miles, complete freaking miles, almost light years away from how poorly of a communication communicator I was 10 years ago. So even at the age of 30, you know, I could, I could talk to, um, I could talk to a, a therapist at 30 uh, but I really couldn't share a lot with my friends. And I really didn't know how to put everything into, into put everything together. Like I knew there was pieces of my puzzle that weren't right. That, that were, yeah, that just weren't right. But I didn't know how to connect the dots. Fast forward, you know, 10 years later to, to uh, 41 years old. And I can, I can put the pieces of the pie I can connect the dots. I can put it all together for the most part. And I'm still learning. Like, I mean, I don't want to say I'm I'm completely done my uh, connect the dots assignment, but I'm getting closer and closer to completing that assignment for this chapter of my life. That is the next chapter could be different, a new assignment, but a more difficult connect the dots. But for this immediate kind of center of my life, this connect the dots assignment, this pie making exhibition, I'm, I'm, I'm working my way to completing it. And I'm feeling better. I can start just, I can see 
opportunities now. I can laugh. I can have a few... Well, fuck, I shouldn't say this, but... I can have a few drinks without getting tremendously depressed. Some people go straight to the bottle when they're depressed. They just nurse that bottle for eternity. I, on the other hand, stay away from alcohol when I'm depressed because I know how much more depression it brings. I know how much more cravings it brings and how much more damaging it can be. So I just, I just almost, I'm repulsed by alcohol when I'm, when I'm depressed. But I'm also so freaking hard on myself. I'm, it's unescapable. It's like being in jail with uh, spikes on either side of the walls that are closing in on you. So I know what it's like to be there. Getting help is the most important thing. Communicating with people you can trust. That might not always be your mom, your dad, or your cousins, or your brothers or sisters. Because some people just can't, uh, they just can't relate. They don't have the compassion. They don't have, they haven't experienced what you've experienced. So that's why it's really important to get third party uh, validation and communicate with a third party. And it's expensive. It can be expensive, but it can also be cheap. If you're under 20 years old or 24, sometimes even 30, there's a ton of resources out there for you. And if you are over 30, there's other resources. You just got to dig for them. So isolation doesn't help. When, you, when it comes time to actually getting help, you have to try to find it. And, and it can't, it's not always easy finding it. You get a lot of doors closed in your face when you're trying to find help or trying to get out of a certain scenario, situation. But you got to pursue. And then you got to communicate. And you got to push yourself to get out and get exercise to change your lifestyle. And I know we all come with different loads of baggage and we come from different areas around the world. But for the most part, it's really just getting out there, communicating, sharing your story, working hard, working hard, focusing on the task at hand and slowly but surely you have these moments where you can see or you can hear or you can feel where it's not so scary. Where you can feel normal again. And I've talked to enough people in my life, people with massive addictions, people who have abused other people, people who have received abuse, people who have been lost in gangs, And I've spoken to them and they've all said they've had their dark periods. Uh, But they've also had air. They've also had times of. Of enlightenment, I guess you could say. Now, back to my family member who has cancer, had cancer. The doctor said to her, the doctor said, you can't go back to work. Like your cancer might be gone, but you're still in treatment. Like you, you still, you can't work right now. You have to take some time off. She's like, well, what do I do? She does, doesn't have any hobbies. She's a dedicated mom right now. She's actually a very, she's a very smart woman and very motivated. And she's great at her job. In fact, her job brings her so much joy. 
But now she can't even do that. She wants to get her mind off of cancer. So she wants to get out, but she's, well, maybe I should take up tennis. Maybe I should take up swimming. My wife said like, no, do something you like, what do you really want to do? Like, like for my wife, this is, this is a no brainer. She likes writes her own scripts. She has ideas to do with children's books. She, you know, ideas are not my wife's limitation. <laughs> she could go as far as her ideas will flow and they'll flow for miles. So the family member who I'm referring to, my wife is like, just what do you want to do? What have you always dreamed of? What are, what issues are you facing now that you can help communicate with the world? And so she's like, well, I've always wanted to share this and then my wife's like, okay. And I'd like to share this to this group. And I want it to, I can't get into the topic because it's, uh, it's something that she's told us to keep secret. So I don't want to get into too much detail. And she has a really cool business story around this. Like there's a huge business potential around this idea. She's like, well, I really feel for this one in particular group. And I want to create a little package, a book, some documentation to support this group going through the specific issue in life a very common issue in life and i was like that's awesome that's so sweet you know there you go so f- screw learning tennis screw swimming every day so focus on that creating that special package that you want to create and you want to share with that group of people and so that's what hopefully she's going to do you know that's just one more opportunity in addition obviously to swimming and exercising and you know that kind of thing but I really do think like if you're struggling and if you're, if you're stressed out and you can't be feel normal and you're lost, think of how you can help something or someone. So that, this is also an, in addition to talking to counselors and communicating and getting help. What can you do? And it might be as simple as volunteering your time. It doesn't have to be a freaking revolutionary invention. But it could be something as getting out, talking to people at a senior's home, volunteering your time somewhere. That is, if you have time and you're not just strapped for cash and trying to make money, uh, you know, to survive. But eventually, you know, think about how you can help. Um, When I think, when I say that, I think about the single moms or the single parents out there who have kids and they don't have time to volunteer somewhere. They don't have time, you know, to do this, do that. They're strapped for time because they have to work, work to make money, to pay the bills, to pay the house, to pay the babysitter, to pay the whatever. So in this case, like you might just be so strapped. You don't have a chance for yourself, let alone to volunteer. But do know that those kids will grow up. They will see what you're doing. They will see, you know, what you're contributing. It's to see how, how hard you've worked for them. The kids will see that. The universe will see that. And you will have that chance of, of feeling sane, of feeling comfortable. But it takes time takes freaking time and time is something that we just don't know we just don't know how much time we have how much time we have left on this planet we don't know how long our sicknesses are going to take 
So we just just have to make the best at what we can and try to cope. Try to cope the best we can with what we got. So if you feel like you're losing your freaking mind, if you're going crazy, your head is spinning, know that there is, there will be those moments of clarity and they're on the horizon. You can only run through the forest for so long and you're going to hit the shore. You're going to hit an ocean (laughs) and you, depending if you hit that ocean, you might have a cliff. You might have a gradual path. You might have a hang glider. You might have a jetpack. Who knows what you're going to have when you hit the, the edge of the shore after fighting through those woods. But no, at some point you're going to have that breath of fresh air, that sigh of relief. You just got to keep going with it. So please keep keep healthy, keep keep yourself well, be respectful of yourself. And I'm saying this because I don't have all the answers. I, I really don't have any answers. I have a few things that have worked for me. I have some things that I've realized in life. But as as my life evolves, as I get handed that next assignment, I'm going to be faced with more challenges, different challenges, until I'm however I'm however old I'm able to become. So I'm saying this to you right now with some clarity, but I might be back in those woods running with you soon. I don't want to be, but I might be. I probably will be. And I don't have the answers, but at least I have this moment of clarity. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. My Little Anxiety Show. Episode 86. If you have any questions, concerns, you want to share your stories, reach out to me. My email is in the description. I think it's anxietyshow at gmail.com. That's anxietyshow at gmail.com. I'm getting, I'm seeing numbers. I'm definitely seeing numbers on on this podcast. Uh, So again, if you have any questions, reach out. I'm, I'm here. I'm, do- I'm living life with you, so talk to you soon. Bye for now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.